It's November 17, 2019. The first case of COVID-19 is detected in, in Wuhan, China. January 25th, 2020. The first case was reported in Toronto for COVID-19. Hello everyone, and welcome to Rec Play, the real creator talk show. My name is Patrick, and I will be hosting today's episode. Now, if you've been listening to this podcast, you're probably realizing that there's a lot of things that change. That includes the name of the podcast and the format that we used to do our podcast. And that's because a lot of things changed. A lot of things changed within the community, but also a lot of things change in the world. Now, we were supposed to launch season four of the podcast early March 2020. And it was already in the works of being rebranded just because of the series of new events that we've been doing uh, calling Rec, the creator convention, the convention where we were teaching people useful digital marketing and creativity skills and bring people together. Now, depending on when you're listening, you may know that 2020 is a very important historical year. Uh, Not only to welcome a new um, decade, but also to what's happening around the world. 2020 marks a new decade, but it also marks a very important year in history as we're living in weird times. Um, We've been hit with something which has affected everyone around the world. We've been hit with a pandemic that has drastically changed the way we live and the way we think and the way we do things. Now, this has affected people in various ways and there's no easy way of coping with it there's no easy way of explaining how to go beyond it as things are very unpredictable we are living in times of uncertainty and this brings all kinds of emotions onto people which involves um, as much fear it could involve um, confusion desperate depression All kinds of emotions have been emerging because of this. Panic being another one. And depending on when you're listening to this, whether it is immediately at the time of the release or a couple of years down from now, you may or may have not been alive during these times. Now, our podcast is is meant to serve people during the time, so... Most probably you are alive and you are experiencing this. But let's just say that the podcast platform survives all those years and there are newborns and who are listening to this. Yes, 2020 was a year. Uh, It is only the beginning for people here in Canada. And, uh, you know, we, we didn't expect to do a podcast about this at all. Actually, today's topic is involving something that's related but also different because we're not, we're not a podcast to talk about 
the science behind a certain pandemic or virus. We're not here to to say give the tips of how to get past this as the uncertainty put also people in state of not not knowing. No one really knows what is the right answer. What is what are people to do? When is this going to end? No one really has that answer at this current moment. And this has been raising a lot of questioning around, you know, for everyone. But since this is a show about creators, we're going to be focusing on content creators for this time. And a lot of people who are content creators, who are um, solopreneurs, entrepreneurs, freelancers, you know, they've, they've been hit economically differently than people who had a 9 to 5, for example or we're in a different economic state. People who are creators have been reaching out to us from the community and asking us for support and help and guidance when we are not in a state of knowing either what to tell people. We've done already many online interviews where uh, we've been giving people tips depending on the situation, uh, whether it is to going getting financing, whether it is uh, finding funds, to continuing what they want to do. Um, but we also had a lot of creators who just gave up for the moment, for the time being. They couldn't They couldn't go on. And there's no right or wrong, like I said, for any of the ways people are reacting. And there's no right or wrong for people to saying, I, I don't feel like creating anymore. So when we got hit uh, early March, this was around like March 12 or 13, and we were kind of seeing things are rapidly changing around us. I myself had lost a lot of hope, had lost a lot of desire to create. And and, and a lot of life perspectives have changed during that moment. And I was saying, is it time to creating content right now? Or should I be focusing on myself? And... The top, today's topic is related to this. It's related to what people make us feel or try to make us feel during these times. Sometimes they try to make us feel good and they have good intentions in what they've been doing. And you may have noticed that all around social media, there's all kinds of things people are posting, but this also includes people posting this is a time to reflect. This is time to pivot. It's time to push forward. It's time to grow your business and grow your brand. It's time to create more content. And not to say that what they're doing is wrong. Like I said, they have good intentions in trying to motivate and inspire people by saying these things. However, in times that we're, we're living in, these things can definitely hurt people and because it will affect or touch or trigger something that they didn't even know they had. That's definitely how I felt. That's definitely how many creators felt. And some creators took the stand and said, enough is enough. Feel what you want to feel. Do whatever you want to do. Don't let others tell you what you should be feeling and doing. It's, it, these are confusing times, and, and I personally was not feeling like creating content at that moment. 
not to say that a couple of days after I did not like I picked up this recorder and started recording audio journaling my days that's a whole different scenario but a lot of creators have decided to take a break whether it's from social media or just by creating just taking a break and doing other stuff and what many of these creators including myself were feeling was guilt the guilt of not creating the guilt of not working on our brands and our business and as much as you know everyone has their own opinion everyone says something online the part that was hurting us the most or at least hurting me the most was people close to me telling me these tips and stuff and again it is with no bad intention that they say that they want to make me feel safe and happy and make me feel good by keeping me just distracted with things I love and they all know I love creating I love the brand I created I love helping people through the brand and so on but I also knew that the brand I created is not the solution that people need it right now so my perspective of everything was different and, and I took a break I took a break a, a good week and a half break it was a vacation for me in a sense you might say because I was supposed to take a break anyways at sometime in spring and I took a break trying to cope with all this and I was just doing whatever pleased me whether it was watching TV playing games turning off my phone I was doing whatever I felt like doing and starting to say I don't want to feel guilty by doing these things I started prioritizing my well-being and my care and self-caring which is a big component for our health I started doing that and a lot of people who were pushing and trying to pivot others and, and so on. Well, with time, some of these people also started doing what I was doing. Not exactly. But they, started, they stopped what they were doing and they started doing other stuff that pleased them at their immediate moment. They started thinking about their safety. They started thinking about what the world is becoming. And, and make realizations that, you know, where the world is going to change. Is it going to change a lot? Is it going to change a little? But it make, me, make them think and make me think, what is the point of doing what we're doing? But it, like I said, it also put back into perspectives and what we actually want to do and who we are. The whole self-reflection that people are pushing came to us at when it was time to come to us rather than being pushed on and saying start thinking start self-reflecting these things take time and it's the same for creating content as a content creator your best ideas your best projects come to whenever it feels right you don't feel forced to create content because when you feel forced you see you're probably not as pleased with your results and that's normal that's how I feel. Uh, the, the difference is between working with brands and working, doing something for yourself. And there are, you know, sometimes you work with, with brands that, that reflect well with your values and it works well with you and you have the creative freedom and you get results. Other times you're forced to doing some modifications 
if you're not pleased with your work, well, it's the same. When people are basically gaslighting you, telling you how you should feel and what you should be doing, in goals of making you feel good and making them feel good, is actually putting you in a worse state. Another common scenario was when I wrote in my Instagram stories, when will this nightmare end? And I got a, one of my friends who went on and said, focus on your business. Uh, again, that friend had a good intention of trying to help me in working on my business, but to keep me distracted. However, it made me feel bad. It made me feel bad because I wasn't working on my business and on my brand and I wasn't working with the community. I wasn't working on anything. I just wanted to focus on myself. And again, a lot of creators who reach out to us felt the same. Felt that people around them were making them feel bad, making them feel guilty for not doing certain things that they used to always do. It does make you feel bad. It makes me it made me feel bad when the first couple of days I wasn't there for the community. I couldn't be there. A lot of people were asking for help. I wasn't okay. I needed some time off to how they say fill that juice, the cup, that energy to be coming back with solutions. I may have decided never to come back. I could have just said enough it, it's it's not because I wanted to be responsible it's not because I had to do this it's because I wanted to do this I wanted to launch the podcast even if we're launching it a month later and the frequency might change and things might change we're living in unpredictable times so I want to take the time right now to share a recording, an Instagram live recording that I did with my friend Pamela from Leaders Who Celebrate. Because right before starting to record this podcast, we did a group session. And it was about feelings. It was about letting our emotions flow, accepting them. Whatever those emotions are, sometimes we don't want to feel a certain way. We don't want to feel scared we don't want to feel sadness we don't want to be depressed but these are things that we have to go through to get better it takes time so i'm hoping that the conversation you're going to be hearing is going to make you feel good it might not it might it might make you feel worse i don't know i'm hoping for it, for it to be the best but i'm in no position to knowing how it's going to make you feel good or bad. So, with no means, I don't want to bring any harm to anyone. And um, we're not, you know, this is not a, a judgment piece. Like I said, we're not pointing fingers and saying who's doing right or wrong. And this is a conversation to understand human behaviors in times of trauma. And the effects of gaslighting and how and why it all happens. So without further ado, 
let's start the conversation. Hi, everyone. Hi. Oh, hi, Mimi. Hi, hi, Sarah. Everyone's here. Um, yeah, hi, Pat. How's it going? Um, I'm, I'm doing okay. <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's another day. It's a, it's a beautiful day outside, I might say. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It makes a big difference when it's sunny, huh? Uh, I don't know for everyone, but for me, it's making a huge difference. Like when it's a sunny day, everything feels better. I mean, it has nothing. It has nothing even to do with what's what's going on in the world. I mean, this is something that we always strive for during these times of the year. We always want the yeah. sun, and we're missing the sun. Now we have it, so we're we're happy that you know it's yeah. sunny. Yeah. yeah. Um, did you want to ask me questions? Did you want me like how yeah. do you want to do this? Yeah. So before, I, uh, I mean, we always have new people watching uh, our lives. So why don't we give a little perspective of who Pamela Bacalian is and what's leaders to celebrate? Okay, so my name is Pamela. I'm a mindfulness teacher um, and a happiness reader. And also, um, uh, I, I basically, my, my job in this world is to create safe spaces for people to connect, to slow down, to expand and to celebrate within their bodies, within their lives. Um, so that, that, the way that works is there's a podcast, there was a huge event in January, uh, events online um, and courses coming soon. I've been saying that forever, but I actually committed yesterday, so I'm announcing. I'm doing my coming out. <laughs> cool. I actually committed yesterday, and when I promise, I rarely. Actually, it never happens. When I promise, I keep my promises. So, um, so yeah. So there to lead this coming out next week. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Cool. So before we go forward, I just want to expand on this whole point. What what he just said. Um, so talking about you personally, yeah. um, I remember because you told me about this before, right before we did the event a couple of days ago, you spoke about that you were not feeling it. You, you didn't have that push to start it. You wanted to do it, but you didn't, you know, like you had some co inner conflict happening. <laughs> well, it wasn't inner conflict. I think that, well, inner conflict, it's not as much inner conflict as, as much as there is um, two things that are, um, that are pulling me in separate directions on the one on the one side are we are living something that is extremely traumatic whether we want to or are able to uh come to terms with that we are living a cumulative and uh group trauma and for people who who have been prone to trauma in the past it could be harder for people who have had minor trauma it could be maybe a bit better maybe it could be worse everyone's different uh, I found myself uh, struggling with the lack of mental space. I'm someone who can flip things very quickly and quickly when it comes to to business, but um, I find myself lacking the mental capacity some days to even like do things, like simple things. And um, that is extremely normal, by the way. But that doesn't mean that you don't get to feel guilty sometimes, which, which I do because of... Um, of the nature of the world we live in and uh we are constantly fed that we need to be doing more we we, we live in a very yang world uh, yang world you know yang the masculine energy where everything has to be done as opposed to something has to be felt um so yeah so as much as i felt a deep desire to um share my gifts at this time where i think people can actually benefit from them um i also felt very tired and 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 it wasn't bringing me deep joy to actually stack up the, the energy or the, the 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 amount of stuff that was needed to to do it and um 
Yeah, so we had a talk and you said, Pam, I'll take that weight off you. And that's the thing, you know, if you can reach out and, and have support during this time, it's vital because we were able to connect with eight people and it was beautiful and everyone, everyone benefited, I guess. I benefited because I got to share my gifts and people benefited because they got to connect and also um, heal to some, to some extent. Um, and uh, you got to be of service as well. So I think more than ever, this, this time is not about the solo trekking or doing, you know, the solo ride. It's more about understanding that when we reach out and when we take care of ourselves, because reaching out is also taking care of ourselves, we take care of everyone. Absolutely. You, t you touched upon a very important part. You talked about guilt. And that's something that a lot of people from the creator community has been feeling recently because you know, as creative people, we continuously, like you said, like with the whole yang, yang, uh, yang we, we create, right? We keep, keep on doing. And um, what's been going on is that, you know, lately there has been also a lot of people who just said, no, I need to just stop and just, you know, take care of myself, self-care. But at the same time, the guilt was piling up as they were not feeding their audience as um, other people might have, like, again, said no let's keep on doing or just simply by looking at other people who are doing it and you're not doing it kind of brought that guilt onto some onto, onto people so um you can even go forward and, and say what you're thinking i mean now is not the time to tell people how to act <laughs> um we are so good at telling others what to do i think now is the time for mothering more than ever mothering and nursing and and uh and caring for our emotions. Um, and if somebody reaches out and asks for support, by all means support. And if someone asks for, like these are rules generally, you know, but given the times we're living, it's even more crucial and necessary that when somebody doesn't ask for an opinion, just, you know, it's, it's not your place to decide how they're feeling or what they're going through. You have no idea what's going on in their body and in their minds. Uh, they might be struggling with that. They might be trying to figure out what's going in, in their body and in their mind and in their hearts and in their guts right now. Um, yeah, which doesn't mean you also don't get to reach out and just be there for someone, which is very different than this is my opinion and this is what you should do. You can call and say, how are you feeling? And just be there. Listen, not, not, not because you want to give an opinion, but because you genuinely want to be there and listen to the person. Absolutely. I know you and I played phone tag the first few days. We just called each other and, you know, allowed the other to vent and, and to, to share what they were going through because we just genuinely cared and we, we felt that, you know, uh, we wanted to be there for the other without, without having an active role in it, just being there and listening and, and, and allowing the person to be seen and heard. And that is the biggest thing you can do right now. Absolutely. Yeah, I, to I totally agree. And I, I think you were one of the first, actually, you were the first person to let me feel what I needed to feel and let me do, like, whatever I wanted to do, like, without guilt. You know, you didn't tell me what to do. You just, you know, listen. But and, it's not my and, place. You know, like, it's yeah. not our place to tell people what to do. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, unless you're being paid as a coach. And even in those circumstances, the, the, the role of, of a of a coach's kindness. I mean, even performance coaches, like you, you have to understand that people have the, their thresholds and have their own baggage and their levels of trauma. And uh, 
you can you can push someone to do something without them really wanting to they, they might do it but it will backfire most of the time it will backfire it's like a rubber band when you pull on a rubber band it's gonna stretch to an extent and then it'll snap back right um yeah versus someone who genuinely wants to move forward or do something there's a very different and and that's the difference between the yin and the yang which is not i mean the yang isn't bad or the yin isn't better it's just given the circumstances we're living right now i think we need even more kindness we need even more comfort and even more mothering and even more tenderness towards ourselves and towards each other mm -hmm. absolutely towards ourselves is the, the number one right because it's easy to be kind to others but we're so hard on our own selves we are yeah yeah so talking about like i mean we spoke about this in your session called uh, it was is leading through feeling you yeah. did a session and and this, this is a common topic that you brought back multiple times as many people were expressing the same thing in your in your uh, group session and uh again it's not because uh people people were doing this to take control and make people feel bad actually people had good intentions in in their actions when they were people are always doing the best that they can within the given set of circumstances um our nervous system is is can hijack us it, it without without our wanting to without our, our our realizing it our nervous system will do its thing and we haven't been taught unfortunately to regulate our nervous system. This is something that should be taught in school. And unless you've taken the time to go to therapy or work with someone who's really helped you understand um, how the nervous system works and, 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 and the impact it has on your life, you don't know what's going on. So, yeah. So, I mean, you're always doing the best that you can. Mm -hmm. I know so, somebody here is probably going to think, okay, what about a serial killer? What about within their given frame of mind? And I'm not just defining killing anyone, but within the given frame of mind they're in, they're doing the best that they can. I know it's not, it's not a popular statement, but unfortunately it's a true statement. We're always doing the best that we can within a given circumstance after we can judge, but judgment is just uh, an experience of the mind. It doesn't exist. When you're in judgment, you're, you're thinking through um, through a box of polarities of good and bad. There is no good. There is no bad. You know, the point of life is really to find the middle ground and and how you can be more comfortable with yourself, with your heart, with your body. And I guess these times are maybe teaching us that because usually we're so rushed and we go about our days just running and hustling and doing and doing and doing and everything that we're feeling that's you know, gets tucked under the carpet and we don't yeah. realize things are happening. And so yeah. what's going on right now for most people is that because all this doing is not there, all this distracting is not there, we're actually feeling the feelings that we usually are supposed to be feeling and that we ignored or we didn't realize were there. And they're even heightened now because of the trauma we are living. So it's a stacking of past trauma, ancestral trauma, and current trauma. And this is something that, that catch up, catches on on people because um, a lot of people were um, also trying to create just general content, you know, just talk about them, like talk about what they were usually doing without necessarily pushing or doing something. They were just creating northern normal content. And I, I saw a lot of times the, their feelings caught up to them and they said, oh, I can't, I can't anymore. I need to take time off. I'm so, they were, they were apologizing to their audience who's saying, I need some time off. I need to refocus on myself and rework on myself.
Yeah, I, I was, I've seen that a lot of times too recently. Well, what's happening, right? I talk about alignment a lot. I had a, a free workbook. Actually, if anyone wants it to, pl to practice intention on a day-to-day -day basis, not that you have to, not that it's something you need to practice, right? But if you feel like, like working with that modality, um, when you share content, what's the intention behind it? You know? That's maybe a question to ask yourself. I think now more than ever is the time to ask ourselves questions. Mm -hmm. Not mm -hmm. to dictate, not to do, but to ask, to ask ourselves the hardcore questions that we usually run away from. Mm -hmm. Just then, ask, ask questions. It doesn't mean you need to find answers for them, but maybe get curious. Mm -hmm. the, uh, and I want like you talked about running away. This is the point I wanted to come up with, too, because a lot of times, whether you did your own sessions or you came to our session, there's something that, that helped a lot of people so to to understanding their feelings. So uh, I wanted to, I wanted to expand on on the topic of the flight. The system. Yeah, yeah. How how does this whole work? Because I I think a lot of people when they when they're understanding that it's helping them, and today we're here to help people. So. Yeah, like so sure. So the way the nervous system works, it's like a wave. You know how the wave goes and comes. And it's the same. So you have to imagine this wave that goes up and goes back down. So that's why I said there's no good and no bad because there's constantly a movement and a cyclicality to everything. And in terms of the nervous system, it's called activation. And what's really important to understand is whether you're on a super high or a super low, it's activated in the same way. So you could be on a roller coaster having the time of your life, you're still getting activated. And I took that extreme example, but it could be um, you launching a project and it's really, you know, building up that adrenaline in you, that could be an activating too. So what happens with activation in the nervous system is it can perceive it as a threat because activation means something is up, you know, in your body. Something is not normal, it's not flat. So what happens is... Your nervous system goes through two phases. The first one is your 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 flight. So you're gonna flight means running away. So that happens when people kid around or make jokes about something or um, are in denial or are gonna completely ignore something or don't want to hear about it or and they're not even aware they're doing it. By the way, so it's not personal if somebody's doing that to you. It's just their way of coping. And then once you've, um, once you've passed that stage, usually, and you realize that that's not working, the nervous system cranks it up to the next level, which is the fight response. And the fight response is, as it says, it fights. So um, there's no saber-toothed tiger to be fighting with right now, even though the nervous system thinks it is. So you're going to try to pick a fight or argue or push someone's buttons or push your own buttons during this stage. Um, and, uh, in terms of, um, depression and anxiety, so, um, fight is more of the anxiety one and, uh, flight is more of the depression type one, uh, in terms of how it feels in your body. So all the emotions that go with that. Um, and then when, when both of these, you've, you've gone through both of these and you still haven't found a way to regulate or to get back to connection within yourself, what happens is you will go into complete disconnection and you will go into something called uh, shutdown. So as much as both states of fight and flight, uh, you were disconnected, you were still somewhere there. But once you get to the point where 
you are completely in lockdown or shut down. The example that I usually give is the, um, the switchboard at the house. So if you're using your curling iron, uh, your, your toaster, your dishwasher, I don't know, um, your vacuum cleaner, you know, what's going to happen is it's going to overheat the system. And that's what happens in our nervous system. It gets overheated. And so what it does is what happened to you and it happened to me as well at one point is that we tend to just blah. It's like nothing. We don't want to talk. We don't want to be. We just, we just, we just freeze. And it's beyond the freezing point, right? Because in fight or flight, there is this, uh, um, a little bit of freezing, but once we get to this level of, uh, of lockdown, basically our nervous system is locked down and it's much harder to get back down the way. So what happens sometimes when you, when you fight a flight and then you're going to regulate, you can go up to five, uh, uh, flight, fight and regulate here. We went up the wave and we froze up there. We got stuck. And at that point, that's usually the time where even though you don't feel like it, at some point it would be good to reach out to someone uh, that can help you co-regulate because at that point it's really hard to get back down the ladder without uh, any understanding or any practice of regulation or any tools. Um, so maybe if you can't reach out to someone because you feel embarrassed, maybe look for tools. Um, there's breathing technique, there's EFTP, um, there is, um, there is the Zoom sound that Peter Levine talks about. There's a lot of different ways that you can, you can, you know, regulate, but it'll be hard. It won't be easy. I'm not going to lie to you. It's, it's at that point, it's a good idea to have someone support you in your co-regulation. A pet, a pet can help hugging the touch, um, calling a friend expressing what you're feeling at that point is kind of vital. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, absolutely. And, and I want, I want to touch, remind me, I want to touch upon the, the whole thing of calling a friend aspect because a lot of people were not, were not being able to do that. But there's also the, the whole aspect of uh, how long does this take? Right. Because like I was I was saying earlier, okay, for me, it took a week and a half, but some people it could take longer. Some people it could it's take It's very longer. different for every, yeah. because it's, it's a question <laughs> of tolerance, right? When I was describing the, the electronics that were involved with heating up the switchboard, depending on your tolerance and depending on where you are and depending on a lot of different factors, you might reach those different stages at a different point. I suffered from severe uh, complex PTSD, so it doesn't take much for me to, to go into those states, even though I have the tools to deal with them now and I recognize them and I know the triggers that lead to them. Um, I still need to be extra super kind and soft to myself. And sometimes I will have to reach to my, to reach out to my therapist and be like, I really need, um, I really need, you know, help in getting out of this. I, I, I can't do it on my own. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, talking about reaching out to friends, um, a lot of times, especially when this, when this all started, a lot of people were reaching out because they couldn't, they couldn't reach out to, to their friends or their family um they felt that they were alone but there it's, it's good to know that there are a lot of other support groups out there that they are welcoming people and and listening and have giving them the support that people need as um again like a lot of people did not feel comfortable talking to uh their friends or their family just because how you know like different, different groups I know, I know we created one also called uh, we were saying we were telling people uh uh not feeling alone it was like a weekly session that's getting people to come, but there's, there's a lot of different helps. Do you, did you, have you heard of different support groups out there who have been um, helping people? Well, 
it depends like if you're really feeling in an extreme dark place there's there's you know the support line like the suicide support line but i mean if it's not that really like you can just google support online and find what what resonates with you also me recommending something might not work for everyone so um my recommendation would be to to just look up different groups and see what feels safe for you because what feels safe for me doesn't necessarily feel safe for you mm -hmm. um again <laughs> um yeah like it's it's hard to give those type of um of recommendations because everyone is so different and yeah. and everyone needs something different as well mm -hmm. um I know Gabby Bernstein, if you go on her website, released uh, an anxiety video. It's really, really good. Um, she has exercises in it. Um, you can also join us on the on the Sundays, which we're going to be doing if we continue doing them, the, the leading through feeling. I know yeah. there's your group. I know Svetlana has a group. I know. Um, I mean, honestly, there's so many of them. So many people have stepped up to offer support and lights to to people right now. So as much as I enjoy those Sankaset and those DJ nights and all of those, and those are fantastic. And music is an amazing way to reconnect with your body. If anything, vibration and music is the ultimate way to reconnect with your body. Mm -hmm. um, but you also maybe need something that is addressing not so much the happy side of things, maybe, maybe looking into the real things, you know, like uh, not that celebrating isn't real. I'm, I'm the first advocate for it, but at some, you know, that's why it's slow down, expand, celebrate. If you need someone to like, to support you or to be there for you and your, your slow down phase, that's perfectly legitimate and you shouldn't be ashamed to do that. Well, well, thank you so much, Paola. I don't know if we're missing something that I didn't ask that you think that, that could be useful. But uh, thank you so much for, for joining in and the making that Maybe it's self-care, really. Self-care, self-soothing. Self yeah. There's yeah. so much stuff that you can do on your own, whether it's a bath, whether it's a walk, whether it's, a, you know, movement of your body. Like, there's so many ways to soothe yourself. Uh, don't, you know, don't disregard those. Those are important. Absolutely. Thank you so, so much again. And uh, yes, I hope this is helping. I hope we're sending as much love as we can with shedding some light and understanding why certain people act in a certain way and um, how, how we can actually um, lead through... Through um, feeling. Feeling, oh my goodness. <laughs> I'm losing my words now, but yes. How we can lead through feeling and how, 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 can, how feelings can also lead you uh, if, if, if it is the path, if you, if the path is to, you want to create content and, you know, you use that feeling to seeing if that's, that's the way to go at the moment. Right now it needs to bring you joy. You shouldn't be doing things that don't mm -hmm. bring you joy. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Really? Because, um, it's, it's a complicated time right now. If, if it feels good, you know it, if, if it feels good in your body, you just go for it. If, if you're. If you feel like it's not bringing you joy, it doesn't have to be there. Nobody's making you, nobody should make you, and especially mm -hmm. right now. Especially right now, absolutely. Again, thank you so much. And uh, everyone, be sure to check out uh, Pamela, uh, uh, Leaders Who Celebrate. Uh, it's slowly coming back, and uh, it's, yeah. it's good. It's, it's gonna slowly be uh, one, one of the resources there to help you. And, it's uh, also our, Cycles Patch, right? That's maybe one thing we forgot. So it's slowly coming back, but like a wave you know it goes and it comes back so that's an important one so it might go and come back and you might have you know cycles of ups and downs and 
be kind to all of those too. They're there because they're protecting you. It's, it's just a protection mechanism from your body. So just be in tune and, and listen to what you need. Ask your body what it needs. Ask your heart what it needs. Ask your gut what it needs. It will, it will show you the way. Uh, ask your heart what it needs, yes. Yeah. Yeah. So thank you again. And uh, yeah, um, don't, don't feel shy to reach out if ever people need to reach out. Um, we're going to try to support you as much as we can as time progresses. Oh, so. You already yeah. do. You know that. You're, yeah. We're going to try to support you. You're amazing. Okay. All right. Thank you. Have a good day. Bye. Bye, Bye guys. That was Pamela Bacalian from Leaders Who Celebrate. As I mentioned earlier on, this is a very special episode. It's not only the premiere of a new season, but uh, we're hoping the other seasons won't necessarily be as gloom as these ones or have more thematic structure as uh, this wasn't planned. This, you know, we had to make a completely new type of episode to reflect um, to this reality. We hope to connect with you very soon. So. Good day and talk to you soon.